It's funny. I go, okay, cool. You want to learn Facebook ads? You want to learn Instagram ads? Yeah, yeah, Justin. Tell me, what's the secret sauce? And I was like, okay. What's up, Mentors Collective? Good evening. On this show, I've got another awesome guest for you and a friend of mine. Uh, actually going to, I'm moving. We were going to connect last weekend. Uh, we just missed each other, but I'm super excited to have him on the show. This guy's a social media rock star, personal branding expert. And I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this show. We're going to talk personal branding. We're going to talk marketing. We're going to talk thought leadership. And for those of you who aren't already following Justin Caviar on Instagram, guy's super interesting. I love the comic books. Uh, with, with, you know, without, with that being said, Justin, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, super excited to, to meet you and, and finally get on the, get on a call with you. Yeah. Jay, how's it going? It's going good. I had a, had a good <laughs> week. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Just every day, just getting after it. Every day that I open my eyes, I see the sunrise. It's another day to get after it. Amen, brother. Gratitude's number one. And yeah, uh, for those of you who are listening to this and not watching us on uh, YouTube or wherever we're streaming, Justin's got a beautiful background of Tampa right now, sun is setting, <laughs> and I'm super jealous. It was actually raining earlier, um, so it's actually pretty nice that, because the light like, behind you kind of looks like a beautiful sunset. <laughs> right, right. It's, but meanwhile, it's like studio light. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, let's just jump right into it. Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself yeah, and, and what you do for business, brother. Yeah, man. So I have a company called Media Lab Solutions. And basically, we do branding, marketing, sales, everything. We take people from complete startups to good. We take good companies to great. And we take great companies to amazing. Um, everything that we do is a tailored approach. It's not a one size fits all. A lot of these people send, they, they'll sell like packages and just generic packages. We don't do that. And you know, that's kind of hard for a company that has a lot of clients to do because it requires more capital up front. And it's actually more lucrative business wise, if we're talking like analytically numbers wise, to not do that, right? But my our biggest pet peeve and our core values in our company is communication at the highest level to the point where the client is getting annoyed that we're sending them updates. Um which never happens in, in business because it's always about getting more money, not taking care of the existing business. Um, so that's basically what we do. I always tell people there's three parts of, uh, I guess you could technically say any business. There's the brand, there's branding, there's marketing, there's technically four. There's sales, and then there's like retention, taking care of your clients, right? So you can have all the different pieces, different areas, but if they're not put together, you're not going to have a sustainable business, right? So I always like to tell people. Your brand is your house, right? You can have an amazing house, big mansion, you know, golden archways. That's your brand. That's your house, right? But if you don't drive traffic to your house and nobody comes to your house, well, you're just sitting in your house by yourself, right? Flip it. You can have the best marketing strategy. You could do, you know, direct DM. You could run, you know, $100,000 a month at Facebook, Instagram ads. You could do SEO, Google, YouTube ads, everything, right? Think of a way to drive traffic to your website or your funnel and, it doesn't matter because if you don't have a good setup, you don't have a brand, what's going to happen is just like if someone came to your dirty house and it looks like crap and it smells, they're going to come to your house and you're gonna be like, well, this place sucks. I'm out of here. And it's the same thing with your brand. When they go to your social media, right? Um, when they go to your Instagram, when they go to your LinkedIn, when they Google your name, what pops up, right? If nothing pops up, you're not even going to get a chance to talk to these people. They're just going to move on, right? That was one of the biggest things with you. Well, we connected. You're verified on Instagram. You have a lot of following. You have good content. Like all these things make a difference. When I Google your name, your companies come up. You're an authoritarian figure, right? And that's the reason why I was talking to you. I get thousands of DMs all day and I don't respond to half of them. 
right? But I responded to you. Why? Because you have the setup. And our job is to identify exactly what the client is trying to get to, identify their idols, mimic their behaviors, reverse engineer exactly what gets someone from good to great, from great to amazing, and really identify what the what the client needs to get to the next level, right? And on top of that, having impeccable communication, over-delivering, never under-delivering. Um, and yeah, I mean, do some of these clients, we'll, ha- we'll agree on something and I'll send them like three more offers, three more features on their package that they bought that they didn't even knew, like they didn't even know it was coming. And I just do it on purpose because I want to over-deliver every time. And that's essentially what we do. So branding, consulting, marketing, full circle. Love that you said that and love where your head's at. I call them my pillars when I talk about these things. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like you said, people are starting a business or running a business and it's like, if, if I only had a little more traffic, if I only could <laughs> yeah. convert a little bit more, yeah. uh, if, I, if I could only improve my product or service just a little bit. But right. there's so many different pieces and facets that go into growing a company. You know, as you know, you know as we know, mm-hmm. through, there, there's so many different elements. And yeah. trying to package that in a marketing bundle for a company as a one-size-fits-all it's hard. Might look might look good on paper. I mean, when I'm when I'm on a landing page, I'm like, how much is this going to cost me? I want to see a number figure, and I know yeah. want to know what I'm getting. Yeah. But in marketing and in in our space, that almost never exists. And if right. it does, be very skeptical. Uh, we yeah. do our best on our end to compartmentalize and, and package things with pricing and you know discrete elements that they're going to get with each right, package. Right. Yeah. But you can't check out on our website. Every button leads to a call. And yeah. that's for a very specific reason, <laughs> uh, as as you probably know. Talk to me yeah. a little bit about your packages, though. I know you do everything custom. What falls yeah. under your umbrella? What falls under the wheel, under the wheelhouse? Yeah, I mean, really anything. It could be anything from growing your presence online. Like we could start with branding. I always like to build the foundation with my clients because it's funny that everyone will always come to me. Justin, right? You know, you do Facebook ads. You have all these like good media buyers, like all these things, right? So. It's funny. I go, okay, cool. You want to learn Facebook ads? You want to learn Instagram ads? Yeah, yeah, Justin, tell me. What's the secret sauce? I was like, okay, if you start running Facebook ads right now, you might as well open this door real quick and just throw cash out the window. Burn it. You might hit the Sykes building. You know why? Uh, Let me close this so I don't get attacked by a pigeon or something. You know why? It's because you can run all the ads in the world just like you can drive everyone to your house. But if you don't have the foundation, if you don't have the brand, if you don't have the setup, well, once they get to your setup and your brand, they're going to be like, oh, this, this sucks, right? Versus all your competitors have a complete setup. You Google your name, just like you. If I Google your name, all this, all these different criterias and all these credentials pop up. So you're set as an authoritarian figure. You have leverage over your competitors versus someone that doesn't have that, doesn't have a Google panel, isn't verified on anything. It's kind of like you having a football team and your football team is natural and you're playing against another football team and they're all on steroids and growth hormone. 100%. Especially nowadays. Yeah. You're competing in, (laughs) you know, everybody and their mom has a business as an entrepreneur is trying to repackage the same thing and sell it in a specific way. Yep. So 100%. If you don't have the credibility, the authority to back it up, if you don't have reviews, testimonials, video testimonials, people that you worked with. You're going to be throwing money in the trash can trying to advertise against these guys yep. who have these monster offers, monster authority yep. that have been doing this forever. Trained right. pixels. Yep. So, you know the crazy thing though, I'll tell you what Jay is that those people that maybe they won't they don't have thousands of testimonials and their profile is okay, 
but they have the skills. Like, let's assume that they have the technical skills that actually help someone, but the people don't sure. have an amazing like outlook, like the top people that you would name, like the Grant Cardones or whatever, right? Those people will actually do better for you because they don't have as many clients. They have more time and they want to make sure every single client, right? Every single client, they perform at a high level because they're, they only have like a small pond, right? Versus if you get a big name, you're never going to talk to the big names. But you'll pay them because they have the big name. Yep. You go work with VaynerMedia, try and get their marketing team. You think you get Gary V? Yeah. You think no. you're going to have like face-to-face calls like this with Gary? No. Yeah. You sign what? up with Otter PR. You think you're getting <laughs> Jay Feldman? You're not. You're not. Absolutely <laughs> you get, not. <laughs> no. You get someone who's trained to use our systems. You get someone yeah. who you know has access to our network. But yeah. you know, unless. Yeah. And like, like Gary says, you know, if you have the money, we can have that conversation. Like, of course you can have access to me. Right. There's levels to everything, right? You can hire, you know, you can hire uh, Tony Robbins as your personal coach if you have a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. You know, Conor McGregor, uh, Andre Agassi. Seminars with them. Yeah. All these people. So, but coming back full circle is the reason why I said that is as big as we grow as, as many clients as we have, I want to have the same core values at 10,000 clients right? That we had when we had our first hundred clients. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to scale that. And that's not easy. That's not easy. Because anyone that knows about business, they'll be like, well, that's stupid because yeah, you might not be on top of the ball with every single client, but you have 10,000 clients. So you either have to hire way more help, which is going to cause you more capital, right? Or you can get back to them in a week or two, right? So I think short-term thinking, that is actually a better decision, right? Like if you were going to go bankrupt, like that's a better decision. It's just like make as much money as possible and then the business reputation is shit. It goes down the drain, right? But if you have a sustainable business and you actually want to do this forever and you care about your reputation, you have to spend the money in the beginning when you're growing to take care of the clients. Even if you're a big business, you have to act like a small business because in 5, 10, 15 years... When you have like barely any disputes with any clients and they talk about how amazing you were, they love you. They'll talk about you. They'll talk about you like you're a God. You're like, oh, that Jay, he, you know, he was on the phone with me. He helped me out. He actually cares. And that's the biggest thing with people is they need to know that you actually care versus you just want to take their money. And as long as you can instill those core values with a lot of clients, just like you had when you had not so many clients, then you'll be successful. Easier said than done, but I completely yes. <laughs> agree. And we yeah. have experienced those pains. You know, when we yeah. went from 10 clients to 50 clients in like a month. Yeah. And grow too fast. We, yeah. We had to throw the brakes on and it was yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, we started losing some people. Some things got lost under the rug. Some people got upset. And people you know, will. We, yeah. And it, well, it was a scary thing. Well, think about it, Jay, right? Like when people have miscommunication, right? In anything, relationships, career your clients, your wife, your husband, whatever. When it comes to communication, if there is like a mislap in the communication, there's like a kink in the system, I'm not going to assume the best. Yeah. I will always, and everyone will always assume the worst. Right? So they're not going to give me the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, you know, Justin, he was really busy. He has a lot of clients. Yeah, haven't heard from him in two weeks. Yeah, he haven't heard from call. Yeah, they're not going to be like, you he, know what, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's probably busy. No, they're going to be like, this guy lied to me. This guy's him. a dirtbag. Oh, my God, I want my money back. They're going to cry uh, bloody murder. And 
it could easily be that you are just packed. Like, you know, this game, like me and you, we have similar companies. We're doing content. We're doing advertising. We're doing branding. We're doing clients. We're doing, you know, all the accountant stuff. Like, all these things you have to do, you have to make sure everything's lined up. Oh, did you pay? Did you pay the studio rent? You got to get new equipment. Did that come in? All oh, that light broke. We got to fix that. All this shit, right? So there's so many things to do, right? So technically, that could be a good excuse. But client, you know, we'll just name him, you know, Johnny. Johnny's not going to think that Justin was super busy. Johnny's going to think that Justin doesn't care. So, yeah, and that that's where expectations, delegation yes. systems really come into play. Yes. And that's something that we learned scaling. I, I've never scaled a company that's this big. Yeah. And it, it becomes super important to not only have yeah. the right people in place, but for those people to have automated systems of yep. communication, expectations, check-ins, uh, all the yep. things that make a customer feel that they're appreciated and in communication. And yep. these, these are learning curves that you learn as you grow, but yep. growing too fast can destroy you. Destroy uh, you, yes, and your absolutely. name, and your reputation, and everything. Yeah, yep, yeah. You couple said bad reviews said out it. there, a couple angry customers. Yep, destroy you. Yep. So for those of you scaling right now, be very careful. <laughs> it's so any, easy. Just care. It's not. It doesn't cost any money. Even yeah. if it's a text message or a WhatsApp message or an email, just sending them updates and asking them like, "What's your progress?" And this is where I see you. And these are the things that you need to get done in order to elevate your business to the next level. That doesn't cost any advertising money. Yeah, you, you know where people go wrong. I think is greed. They they yep. do try and they look for the next sale, fast, sell to many people, even yep. when they're overwhelmed, and then like yeah. sell first, figure it out later. Yeah. And biggest, you know, we felt biggest mistake. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. You got to, you got to know when you're overwhelmed, when you're, when you're at capacity and pump the brakes and yeah. put the systems in place so that you can scale. Yeah. And those, that's like I said, easier said than done. Those systems yep. are how you're able to go from one level to the next level. So yeah. talk to me about some of those systems that you put in place to, to be able yeah. to, to scale your company. Yeah. So I'm very, very, um, keen on this like specific aspect of business stay in your lane this is your frame right like so we have a frame right here in the movie business i I used to live in la and i used to be on a lot of sets that they would film for like mtv and cinemax and hbo and all this and they used to be like whatever's in the frame i don't have you ever been on a movie set before yeah a long time ago okay okay so on a movie set if anyone's never been on a movie set when you go to these studios first of all it's like a warehouse right and then you walk in, there's drills going, there's handyman, there's wires everywhere, there's two by fours. It looks like Home Depot. But then where the camera is, it's like a hallway in a high school that they're filming like a sitcom or they're filming like a Nickelodeon movie, right? Or a TV show. And what they say is whatever's in the frame has to look perfect. But outside of that frame in any movie studio, Warner Brothers, I've been to Warner Brothers, I've been on set. Some of my buddies were in big time uh, shows with A list celebrities. And you would be surprised. You think that this is like this glorified thing. No, it's like a warehouse. But in the frame, it looks perfect. Outside the frame, there's wires, there's cords, there's dust. There's like dudes with power saws building the next set. So the reason why I tell you this is this. In business, you want to stay in your frame. Why? Because anything outside, you're probably like, if we're to like mathematically speak and run the numbers, you're probably not an expert at everything in your business. Right. And Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger says you stay in your strike zone. Anything outside of your strike zone, you don't touch. You allocate. If I had to give anyone advice, I would say allocate, allocate. That is the number one thing. If you are not an expert, do not do it. Hire somebody 
get a consultant, get a coach, whatever. Do not do it because you're going to spend more money trying to figure it out, quote unquote, than actually just paying the guy from the beginning or the female from the beginning that's an expert. So I would say that's one of the things. The second thing is mimicking your idols, right? If you want the same results as your peers, you have to have the same setup as your peers, right? So I had uh, it's funny. I had a guy come up to or message me the other day, and because um, we're running ads on like growing your presence and branding and stuff, and he he messaged me. He's like, "Hey man, I don't have any money, um, but can you give me some advice?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just running ads for my health." As a joke, I always give people advice, no matter what. I always because that guy he might not have any money now, right? Yeah. But maybe he has a friend that has a business. He's like, "Dude, this guy Justin, he gave me free advice. He didn't ask me for a dollar, and." I couldn't do it, but you can, and this could help you. And he's a trustworthy guy. It's all about trust and, and caring. It comes back to caring and empathy and caring about the client. And you put yourself in the client's shoes. How would you want to be treated? That's how you should treat your clients, right? So this guy, he messaged me, young, a younger uh, kid, college kid. And he says, hey, uh, Justin, you know, my I'm managing this like artist. Um, I don't have any money to like for promotion or anything, but what would you recommend that I do? And so this guy had like two pictures, wasn't verified. He had about like 2000 followers. His engagement was like 19 likes. And it was like terrible pictures of like half of his face. And he was like this. It was like just weird pictures, terrible quality. So I was like, okay, man, here's the one thing. Um, who's your, your, um, your rapper, he was a rapper. Your rapper, who's your favorite, Your the rapper that you're um, managing, who is his idol? He's like, oh, it's got to be Drake. So he's like, oh, Drake, awesome, cool. All right, so do me a favor, buddy. I want you to go to Drake's Instagram page, okay? You go, okay, I'm on, I'm on Drake's Instagram page. I say, cool. Now screenshot Drake's Instagram page. Okay, cool. All right, now put your artist's Instagram page up against Drake's. Okay, cool. You see the difference? Oh, yeah. Okay. You cannot expect the same results if you don't have the same setup. And it's all about the setup in, in this space. So whenever you're trying to go somewhere, you want to mimic your idols, right? You cannot expect if you don't have the same setup or the same branding or the same when they type your name in on Google versus the other person, you cannot expect the same results. 100%. I completely agree with you. You know, like I said, we're in the same space. Yeah. And when I see someone's social, yep. it's essentially a business card. It's saying, yep. You know, it's a resume. Here's what this, yeah. Here, I, I get a one look at a, <laughs> someone's profile picture, bio, couple yep. of posts, their followers, their engagement. And I know everything I need to know about yep. their professional and business life. That's it. Yeah. Their and content too. Our, yeah. I hate, to, I, I hate to break it to you guys. Content is free. I mean, yeah, you might need a good yeah. camera or whatever, but content is free. I'll give you an example of why content is so important. I had a guy reach out to me that was verified. And he had like a couple hundred thousand followers, but he, his content was terrible. And I didn't respond. I looked at it because he had the verification and he had the followers and he had the setup, but, but that's where it stopped because he didn't have the content. I wasn't, yeah. for whatever reason, he had the setup, but I didn't, I, nothing drove me to message him back. And there's so many elements to this too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about, you know, yep. the bio, the verification, yep. the followers, the content, yep. a lot of these things, I know we've been in the space for a while, so they're, yep. they're easy for us to talk about and yep. understand, yeah. but each one is a, a, probably a whole series on its own. 
you know, how, how to get your engagement up, how to get your followers up. Yeah. Producing content, good content is probably the hardest of, of the few. But like you said, the setup, if you're able to master all of those things yeah. and master them on multiple platforms, then you're going to win no matter what you do, when well, I'm, when, no matter what your business is. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Most people have a business online, but here's the caveat. Most people, they don't have a brand. They have a personal account selling shit on it. You have an Etsy store, basically. Yeah. No, it's absolutely true. No one, And this is the part that's free, too. Free. It's free to go on and create an Instagram account and interact with people and create yeah. content. And, but it has to be cultivated. <laughs> exactly. But it has to be cultivated in the right way. It has to be it has to be molded into a brand, like a McDonald's or whatever. Name a brand. Walmart. It's a brand, right? I know Sam Walton created Walmart, but I don't think of Sam Walton every time. I think of the brand. A lot of these people don't have brands. They think they do, but they don't. They have personal accounts. Yep. Yep. What are some steps to create a brand? Uh, say you're a, a yeah. digital entrepreneur. Where do, you, where do you start with somebody? You'd have to identify where you want to go. And it goes back to who's your idols, right? Is Ty Lopez your idol? Is Grant Cardone your idol? Is Tony Robbins your idol? Is Zig Ziglar your idol? Name an idol. Who's your idol, Jay? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. That's my, that's my dude. Probably couldn't get any bigger than Tony Robbins, okay? No. But he, like I, I mean, Ty Lopez is big, but he's different. I mean, his brand Completely is different. different. Ty, yeah. Ty Lopez is all about money and girls and wealth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas Tony Robbins is all about empathy, giving back. Well, we have in a, a different way than Gary yeah. V. Yeah, yeah, Gary V is all about hustle and grind, and but he also cares, yeah. you know. Where, you know, Tony Robbins is definitely a really good example, right? Um, when you're identifying your brand, you one you want to look at your idols. You don't want to copy them, but you want to yeah. kind of mirror them in a way that's your own but with the same structure, right? So like what I mean is you can have a structure of something, but it's not identical to somebody else where you're a copycat now. Does that make sense? 100%. So for instance, my thing is superheroes, right? Yeah. But we could switch it up. We could change it to Nintendo. We could change it to Disney princesses. We could change it's it to- Assistant, that's all that matters. We could change it to space, astronauts. We could change it to like traveling. I could do like the carousels that I do with all my superheroes. I could do it with like the seven wonders of the world. I could have Egypt and have like, you know, King Tut and mummies and with business advice, right? But it doesn't matter. The point is, is that you have to identify what works for you, but it's the same sequence as your idols, right? So when you go to Tony Robbins's page, you're not going to, you're not going to reproduce the same stuff, right? Cause he's a different person and he's on a completely different level and a different generation. And completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Like we're talking like giants versus like ants. But yes. at the same time, if you do identify like the algorithm of the way that he works, you can definitely take extract that and make it your own with the same system sequence. Now you have your own brand, you have your own theme, but it's your own, but it's in a specific professional way that's a proven system like Tony Robbins, right? You're not going to have the same theme as him. Yep. You have your own personal theme. So I would, the first thing is I would identify what your brand is. What do you want to be looked at? Wh what are some brands that you idolize? That would be one of the it's first funny. things I do. You, you, you spoke about giving free advice. And yes, same thing. People come to me saying, listen, yeah. I really want to be a thought leader, but I don't have $4,000 a month. And I'm like, that's yeah. fine. Uh, like, where, where do I start? And I always say... Pretty much the same thing as you. Who, who do you want to be like? Who do you follow within your space that you respect? 
that you consume and you enjoy and you share. Yeah. Yeah. Look at what they're doing. Look at their top, top content. Go back years. See yeah. what's, what's doing the best, what people are engaging with. Yep. Save all of those posts and then make them your own and restructure them. And you do that yep. for six months and I guarantee you'll be successful yes. as well as figuring out how to drive traffic. So yep. we're on so the, you hear- the same page. Yeah. It's like you're hearing a song on you know Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, and then first you're like, "Yeah, this song kind of sucks," and then you hear it again because it's on the top ten playlist or it's on like it's like the top hits or whatever. And you're like, "Ah, oh, this song's okay. Okay, this song's cool." And now it's two weeks have gone by. You've heard the song because you're just like driving your car. You know, we both have Teslas, and you're driving in your car. You hit Spotify. We both I have Spotify hooked up on my car, and then boom, you just hit the top the top hits or whatever today's hits and you just go down you hear a song a song kind of sucks and then you're like oh, okay this song's pretty good and then you hear it and after a month you're like i actually like this song yeah right yeah so and you that's see content enough to, uh, yeah it is so you at first you're like getting okay, it's bombarded content. with somebody's content yes. over and over again who are these superheroes this marketing marketing yeah. tactics oh superhero marketing that's that's justin yeah they see the superhero they know it's you and yep. that's branding yeah that that's a brand you have a brand, it's a theme, and but it's structured a way in a way that it's not just me posting content because that's a personal account versus a brand. Yep, 100%. So. All right, brother. Uh, we're 25 minutes in. I like to end these episodes how I the same way every time. This is Mentors Collective. I'm all about mentorship, yeah. I'm all about gurus, and we're in a similar space. So I'm curious to see what your answers are. Right, Who's the, the number the number one mentor guru that you look up to, consume, and try to emulate? Tony Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, hard to be. Legend. It's hard to be Tony. Tony's he's the he's the OG. It's because he cares, actually. Yeah. But he cares he, he, on the biggest scale. Yeah. And I believe him when he says that he does. Yeah. Gary V says talks empathy and says that he cares. I'm like, hey, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really I mean, I'm know. sure he's a nice guy and I'm sure he cares to a point, but yeah. listen, he's either a, the best actor in the world or he actually cares, but Tony Robbins is my guy and I believe him. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Yep. And number one book that you recommend people consume and read. Mm, that's good. That's a good question. Can I, can I say two? Sure. Give can me you, three can if you, you want. Can you hear the train? Oh yeah. I used to live in New York City doing these podcasts Jesus. on 34th and 2nd and everyone's like, what are all of the sirens in the background? Oh, yeah. I'm I like, thought I bought this. It's expensive- New York, baby. I'm sorry. We got this expensive <laughs> mic and it doesn't have a, does it take out the background noise? <laughs> Maybe in post-production. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So books, I would definitely say I have two. First one is The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, the same guy that did 48 Laws of Power. If you ever want to understand a book on psychology and why humans do the things that they do, there's no better book mainstream. There might be a medical textbook that's better, but there's no better mainstream book on human psychology and why people do the specific things that they do than that book. Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Laws of Power by was a great book too. Yeah, 48 Laws of Power. They actually banned that book from prison because the inmates were manipulating the guards and getting out. Really? Yeah. That's a great marketing rumor <laughs> for the book. I don't know if it's true or not, but that, yeah, I, I, people's going to buy the book after hearing that. Yeah, yeah, it's really it, what, it's pretty crazy. What's and, your second? And the second book would be Poor Charlie's Almanac, Charlie Munger's book. It's a thick book. It's really, really good. It talks about a lot of different things, right? Basically, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger's success with Berkshire Hathaway in Omaha, Nebraska. But my biggest takeaway from that was what I said 
earlier was stay in your lane. He only focuses on – he, like, they're baseball fans, and Ted Williams was, like, their guy because, you know, they grew up in, like, the 30s, uh, 20s, 30s, and 40s. So Ted Williams was their guy, right? And they said, here's a strike zone. You want to hit what's in your strike zone. Anything outside your strike zone, you want to, you don't want to swing. You want to get so many punches, right? That's why they choose like big companies like Coca-Cola. And, and I think Berkshire Hathaway, they own Dairy Queen. They own Geico. Lots of Apple. Yeah. 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 But they actually own Geico and Dairy Queen. I know for a fact. Oh, and, they have, shit. and then they have real estate. Yeah. So like Dairy Queen is a franchise and then Geico and it's under Berkshire Hathaway. So basically they own it and they own a ton of other shit. But the point is, is that that book really emphasizes like focus on what you're good at and then anything outside of your strike zone, don't swing. Yeah. And goes along with Buffett's strategy, like yeah. formulate a strategy that yeah. works for you Yep, and stay unemotional and consistent and you'll win. You'll win eventually. Yep. Love that. Love Munger. Yep. I don't know if you're in, in the market and stuff, but today was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> today was absolutely brutal. Yeah. But anyways. I know a lot uh, of people Justin, that lost a lot of money. Yeah, today was I lost the Tesla today. <laughs> Anyways, brother, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Uh, for anyone who wants to find you, connect with you, yeah. uh, talk to you, consume more of your stuff, where, where should they find you? The easiest way to, to contact me is on Instagram at Justin Caviar. So just Instagram at Justin Caviar, my first and last name. Um, other than that, I mean, you can Google me. You can hit me up on LinkedIn or whatever. But uh, we go through every single message, uh, me and my team. Because that's where we drive traffic and all that stuff. So the best way to reach out to me is on Instagram. Beautiful. I'll put all your handles and your links down in the description wherever yep. you're listening. Yep. And Mentors Collective, thank you all for, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this one. And Justin, my brother, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll talk a little business after the show. Sounds good, brother. All right. You guys, if you loved this episode, do me a favor and click on the link in the description and head over to our exclusive Mentors Collective Facebook community where I post every single day and I give tons of value that I do not post in this podcast. Seriously, if you love this show, you are not going to want to miss that group. You'll also be able to connect with me personally, ask questions, and get access to a ton of free resources that I give out. All right, guys, again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace out, mentors.